Welcome to the We Are TR Podcast. Listen as we talk about what brings us all to this great town. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to the We Are TR podcast. I'm Brandon, along with Lacey. Lacey, how's it been going? It's been good. I love the weather right now. Yeah, it's too nice, hot. nice. Not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, it's perfect. It's just the Goldilocks uh, time, right? Wow, I'm gonna start using that phrase. Did you make? Did you create that? The no, I heard it this morning, uh, but I will take credit for it. I'm gonna now take credit. So <laughs> uh, today we are here at Boxing at the Depot with Carl and Joe. Joe, guys, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit what's going on here. Well, uh, I'm Carl Reed. I'm with uh, Boxing at the Depot. Uh, Joe and I, he'll introduce himself in a minute. We are part of the board of directors for the Gold, South Carolina Golden Gloves. Awesome. So, uh, introduce yourself. Uh, so, thanks for having me. I'm Joseph Barnett, and I also sit on the board of directors with Carl uh, for the South Carolina Golden Gloves, and I work here at Boxing at the Depot in Greer. Um, and I'm also a competitive boxer as well for the South Carolina Golden Gloves. So what yeah. is Golden Gloves? Yeah, tell us. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Team USA or Team USA Sports, right. but um, we're part of the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee, um, and there's a lot of different sports. There's USA Track and Field, USA Gymnastics. Um, we're with USA Boxing. So USA Boxing is the national governing body for Olympic-style amateur boxing um, throughout the entire U.S. Yeah. Um, and so Golden Gloves and our gym here, Boxing at the Depot, we're, we're a USA Boxing gym uh, here in the upstate, <clears throat> and Golden Gloves is an event that's part of USA Boxing. So about awesome. how many, um, like you're saying, it's across the United States, about how many, I don't even call organizations or groups are like you guys across the United States? That would be coming together. Well, I'll give you a scenario. Uh, there's probably 20 gyms in just South Carolina. Okay. So, and we're one of the smaller states uh, of USA Boxing. So, I'm sure in Texas there's probably 50. Okay, so it's a large. It's, it's huge. Is this event just South Carolina? This is only for South Carolina fighters. Okay. Uh, there's a point system now, and so we'll have more fighters than ever before. Uh, with USA Boxing. This actually kicks off your, I guess it springboards you into the Olympics. Oh. Yeah, so the, the Golden Gloves is definitely one pathway to the Olympics. And uh, so we're part of what's called uh, the Golden Gloves of America or the Golden Gloves Tournament. Um, there's different levels to it. So this is one of the few, it might be the only way now, I believe, that you can advance from the city or the local level all the way to being a boxing national champion just by it, it regardless of your record prior to entering the tournament um so the way the golden gloves tournament works is uh there's golden gloves tournaments all throughout the u.s so there's for example a georgia golden gloves there's a tennessee golden gloves we're the south carolina golden gloves mm -hmm. and if you win this tournament then you 
get to join Team South Carolina and advance as part of Team South Carolina to compete in what's called the Southeast Golden Gloves. It's kind of like the SEC championship, if you're yeah, familiar with uh, football. Um, we've got Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. And so basically all the champions from each state meet and compete. And the winner of that then advances to the national championship tournament. Um, so the Golden Gloves tournament is a large nationwide event, but for this particular event that uh, we're doing on June 17th and 18th in Spartanburg, um, it's open only to South Carolina residents or South Carolina uh, students or military personnel in South Carolina. So how old, what's the youngest that a person can compete? So for the Golden Gloves tournament, uh, you have to be at least 18 years old. Okay. Um, and to compete in the advancing tournament, where you advance through that pathway I was talking about to the regional and to the national, you have to be between 18 and 40 years old. So that's the same age range as you would have for the Olympics. I'm out too old, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. No, you're not out yet. Because wait a second, Chuck. <laughs> I, I got to weigh in for you. Um, we're, I think the only Golden Gloves tournament in the country right now that does a Masters uh, division. So if you're over the age of 35, yeah, you can compete there, in the man. Masters division. Uh, you won't advance, but you can compete for the belt here in South Carolina and be why a state champion. Why is there an end age? Why, isn't there, why can't you just keep going if you want to? You don't want somebody to die in the well, ring. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> that's true. So USA Boxing, you know, it's very much about safety and the safety of the athletes. And so for the Olympic age group and competing in the Olympics, it's currently set as 18 to 40. Okay. And that is to prevent the situation of, you know, having a, <laughs> a 20-year-old peaking That's athlete true. versus, you know, a 70-year-old master's boxer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is this considered amateur still, or is once you win this tournament, you go to a pro level? Uh, how does that work? So this is pretty much amateur, but this a lot of these fighters in South Carolina and in our gym, this is pretty much their last year. Uh, we've got guys that are getting ready to go pro. And then we also have guys that have a shot for the Olympics if they win. So this is wow. a big deal. Um, the guys that are getting ready to go pro, you're not going to see them in South Carolina anymore. Okay. So this is a great opportunity to see some great fights um, for amateur fighters at this time. And I'm going to be pretty honest. I'd say half of the guys in this gym could go walk out and go pro right now. Uh, but the way that this, this gym trains is different. They do not just take a body and throw it out there. Mm -hmm. you've, got to make, you've got to train. You've got to do exactly what uh, head coach says. Uh, you have to have so many uh, rounds of sparring before you even get your first match. So, and that's what I, I love about this group is they don't – they take everything into consideration. Mm. Um, they're not out for, you know, blood, I guess you could say. You know, th to us, this is more of a, a gentleman type thing. We, we don't want people getting hurt. And I say that, it's not just men. You know, we have females come. Yeah, okay. we have females that are going to be competing this year, too. Against females? Females against Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And I would say that... Uh, the amateur to professional distinction a lot of people don't understand that with combat sports and specifically with uh, boxing because it's different than other sports amateur in this context does not mean unskilled mm. so the amateurs 
that are competing are in the elite division are between the ages of 18 and 40 and they're just as good as pro fighters or local level pro fighters um and some of them are even better um they're looking to gain more experience um and the distinguishing thing between amateur boxing and professional boxing is one well one of the things is the round the round amounts so we have uh, three round bouts rather than you know a 10 or a 12 rounder um so it's nine minutes and it's all action. Another thing is these fights are random. As in, when you enter the tournament, there's a randomized draw. Wow. So it's not like professional boxing where you get matched and you get matched with an opponent that you might do well against or, you know, to kind of build your brand and your record. They just look at the draw. Yeah, it's, right. it, you're going to have to be ready anything? for anybody. Like, like there's no... No, you have to stay in the weight class. Okay. Yeah, okay. but you... But there's a lottery... Okay. Um, for yeah. instance, last year, I think the 132 pound, I think we had 12 guys show up. Well, they're not all going to get to fight. Okay. So they're put into the computer system, and the computer system prints out who fights who. Yeah. So I'm not picking, Joe's not picking, yeah. No, you know, another, another gym's going, hey, I need you to put him against him. No, it's totally fair. The computer does all that. And, and that's a def- different element that you won't see in professional uh, combat sports. Professional combat sports is very much about matchmaking and protecting your fighters to a certain extent as you move them along. Right. Here, it's really 50-50 every single time, so it's <laughs> super it exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see fan-friendly, high-level boxing, you know, the highest level, and just super competitive, every single match is super competitive, then you would come to this event. Yeah, it's, so it's only it's, three rounds. You really gotta. And it's, you gotta bring it every round. Oh, there's no getting to know you. Yeah. I mean, it's no, uh, no. straight into <laughs> no. it. Yeah. It's time to go when you get in there. So who who is being attracted to, to boxing? Like people aren't doing it full time, right? As a job, they have to have. They're doing other things. And well, I think uh, I was just talking to Carl about this. Uh, there's certain narratives, and I think uh, especially to people that don't know a lot about boxing that they think boxing kind of fits the certain narrative. Usually it's, you know, this poverty-stricken person's going to fight their way out of rocky. their situation. Yeah, it's <laughs> rocky. rocky. Right, right. It's, uh, it's, it's Hollywood. But we're really a gym that I think disrupts this concept because if you go and you start, I mean, if you went out into the gym floor right now and you talk to everybody, you'd get a different story. You would get a different perspective. Uh, right now out there, we have a BMW engineer, a guy that's working on robots, you know, at the BMW <laughs> plant. We've got people that are, uh, you know, bankers, all sorts of different backgrounds, people that are working at gas stations. We got bar bouncers, you got football players. Um, we got realtors. Really? Yeah, we, we got, got realtors. We got a, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to say a whole lot, but we've got a doctor beside us. You know, that's a big deal. <laughs> but I mean, you wait, get wait, a very I, diverse. I want to come back to that. <laughs> wait, so you're a doctor and you willingly put yourself into a ring to, like, and potentially I think, get hurt? Well, that's uh, part of the narrative, uh, disrupting that narrative, yeah. I think, that we do here. Because it's not so much about, uh, you know, putting yourself in a position of danger. But if you, if you are trained and you take the sport seriously, then first and foremost, this is really an endurance and conditioning sport. That's your entry ticket into competing. It's more similar to being, you know, a two-mile steeplechase track athlete because you're going to have to be able to have this high level of endurance where you're not going to get tired. 
but you're also going to be have to have these explosive spurts of athleticism in between. It's really uneven, the pacing of it. And then on top of that, you have to be thinking the whole time because you have this three-minute round, and you have to be focused for three minutes. And then you got to be focused when you go back to your corner and you listen to your coaches when Carl's there. I've got to listen to what he has to say and what he sees. Um, if you're just out there just moving around, you're going to be in trouble. So uh, there's a lot that goes into competition that a lot of people don't realize. And people like me, you realize this is such a fun sport. It really is fun. I enjoy getting in the ring. I yeah. enjoy competing. I enjoy sparring. And most of all, I enjoy training. I think it's the best workout in the world because it's such yeah. a blend of uh, you've got, you know, you're basically a part-time runner, you know, part-time gym goer, you're working the bags, and then you're always working the technique. And you really see a lot of this uh, Dunning-Kruger type effect where people that come into the gym, they think, you know, this is easy. This is real easy to do. <laughs> but you don't know what you don't know. And it, it takes a very long time. And even, you know, with the amount of time I've spent training and being involved in the sport, Coach Asher or Carl or head coach, they'll tell me something and I'll see something completely new that, and you think, well, you only got two arms. There's only so many ways you can punch, but it's not like that. There's so many yeah. variables, the footwork, the positioning, the balance and strategies and it really depends on who you're boxing against too so it's just incredibly fun i yeah. think the footwork is is one of the most detailed things in boxing people don't realize uh, your your feet can get you out of trouble and they can also help you win the fight yeah a lot of people i mean if you've watched a lot of fights or a lot of boxing matches um you you know that the footwork positioning you, you really got to pay attention to that because if you're not close enough, it's really this game of moving in and trying to establish your range. And you have some boxers, like I said, with this tournament, you have a randomized draw. So you might be fighting. I boxed against guys that are, you know, 6'3", and I'm only 5'10", yeah. um, with way longer reach. The strategy's totally different than somebody that's more muscle-bound, you know, 5'7", or 5'8", that's looking to throw shorter punches so there's a lot it's like high level chess but also involving a lot of money yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how much how do you balance it how much time do you spend prepping are you will you be competing by the way in this golden Clipper? yeah i'll be okay. competing i i try to you know i'm approaching 37 so i'm 36 i'm on the yeah, older end there. of things um, <laughs> and people always ask me you know why aren't you professional or if you're doing i i really just love competing and doing a olympic style amateur boxing and i enjoy the training and the structure it provides to other areas of my life uh yeah i really feel like i have this yearly goal you know i want to win the golden gloves title and i can structure my year around that as i keep motivated to yeah. stay in shape um but in terms of my training, um, so I'm, a, I'm an open boxer, um, which means that I've had more than 10 prior bouts. Okay. And you'll find with the open boxers, they take it a little more seriously. I usually run three to five miles a day. Um, right now it's closer to five miles. Um, I do that in the morning. And then after, you know, later in the day around five, I'll come in and I'll do my boxing specific training. And that's, uh, it can take anywhere from, you know, one to two hours. But when I was younger, when I was in my mid-twenties, I could go, you know, three-hour workouts, three-and-a-half-hour workouts. Yeah. But I've learned as I've gotten older that it's more about the quality. I've learned to be more 
coachable <laughs> because <laughs> I learned that I don't know everything. You know, I need somebody to, to coach me and tell me what to do. Um, and so when you really lock in and you focus your attention and you focus on your technique, you can get the work done a little bit faster. But it is a time-consuming sport. Yeah, um, for sure. And especially, I would say, of the open fighters, if you talk to other open fighters here, I'm on the the lower end of the spectrum because I've, I've got a wife and kid, you know? Uh, yeah. If, yeah, you if you're single, yeah, they, <laughs> they'll be in here four hours a day, five hours a day. Yeah. Um, and five a job, or six I days a week. Wife yes. And a job. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and most of the people at the gym here at Boxing at the Depot, they're balancing. They're doing that same kind of juggling act. Yeah. Um, well, the uh, event itself, where is it? When is it? What can we expect to yeah, see when we get there? Well, this year we've outgrown the Spinning Jenny. And we are at the Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium. That's big. Yeah, that's, big that's big. Big, big venue. It's time for us to move up. Um, we kept selling out the last few years. Yeah, Spinning Jenny isn't so huge. No, so. but see, we have sixteen hundred seats this year. Wow! And we want to fill every one of them. Yeah. And what you're going to expect is just like I said, you're going to get the best fighters in South Carolina that are moving their way up to professional fighters or working out to try to make it to the Olympics. And these guys and girls, they're hungry, and they want to win. And you see right behind you, those are those belts. Yes. You win your weight class, you're going home with that belt, Which and nobody's taking that from you. You need to be strong enough to carry that belt. Well, by the end of the night, somebody may have to carry that for you. <laughs> and it's not just boxing. It's uh, We also do uh, live bands. Um, okay. You, you, there's live bands. There's dance performances every year. There's all sorts of entertainment that goes along with it. So it's really a fun, fan-friendly event. We try to put on the most fan-friendly boxing event in the country. That's our goal. Yeah. And we try to get better at it every single year. So if you've been to one of the ones at the Spinning Jenny, you know we had our breakdancing teams there. We oh, had awesome. our live music. Uh, we had the, put, the Ninja Warrior guys that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. all sorts of people that come. And uh, it's... It's a show. It's an event. I mean, yeah, I went to the one. Uh, was it two years ago? And it was. Man, I had a good time. Yeah. Like, are you going to be in the sparkly jacket though? I want to know that. Announcing the fight. Oh, a sparkly jacket. I would jacket. come just to see that. Yeah. Well, they did. I'm not thinking. I don't think they're going to let me announce this year since I got a corner. <laughs> so, oh, you're coaching, or is that what you call it? Um, <laughs> I am licensed to coach. I help uh, the head coach Asher. Okay. I I'm in the corner with him. I guess you would say I'm the hype man. Okay, okay. <laughs> so um, I'm the one who helps motivate you or tells you. I guess I lie to you if you're doing bad. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how good you are. Or I'm just going to tell you you're losing. Yeah, get it together. You better get it together. And, I, you know, um, we call it good cop, bad cop, I guess. <laughs> what seems to work better, though, is you telling somebody they're doing good or, hey, you like you need to step it up. I think I think per, per being boxer, it's it, individual. Some people need that push to help them finish. Some people just need the truth. You lost the last round. Yeah. You better get together, or you're done. So if you're boxing that that the, the night, the first night, are you just doing one, like you call it a round? Or I mean, one match. One match. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah so it's, this is an advancing tournament. It's okay. single elimination. So you can think of it similar to March Madness, a big March Madness bracket. Okay. If you lose, you go home. That's it for the year. You you don't you lose Ooh, your shot at the belt. The so it's high pressure. Yeah. yeah that is high pressure. <laughs> and uh, the pressure continues to build as it goes toward the championship. But I love that Friday. That uh, 
that first Friday of the fights because everybody comes in in tip-top shape. Oh, yeah. They're ready to go. The crowd's excited. Oh, Everybody's yeah. just amped up. And so you can see some really, really exciting things, some great fights on that first night. I mean, um, just the weigh-ins are exciting because yeah. the guys, they haven't ate, or girls, they haven't ate. They're a nervous wreck. they got to go weigh in. And, I mean, you don't, people don't understand this. There's a one-pound difference. Yeah. So if you come and weigh in, say you win Friday night, and you're going on to Saturday night for championship night, well, you get one pound. So if you hop on those scales and you are two pounds over the given weight, well, you just lost. You can't even You can't even compete. You don't even get to compete. <laughs> and that's one of the that things uh, sure. <laughs> we've been doing at the SC Golden Gloves nonprofit is uh, – really promoting this idea that you should uh, compete at your natural weight yes. Um, yes. to avoid any sort of, you know, fad diets or rapid weight loss or the dehydration. Cutting. The cutting, because you see it in wrestling, you see it in MMA, you see it in a lot of sports, but it it really creates an unlevel playing field yeah. and it it's, makes it the sport dangerous. So if you just come in and you're, you're hydrated and you compete at your natural weight, all of the fights end up being fair and yeah. it's a lot safer. So you don't have to worry about, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't want a guy cut. I mean, some of these guys, they can cut 15, 20 pounds. But like quickly just by doing whatever. Joe can tell you how to do that, but I, <laughs> I'm that not, I'm not going to cut 20 pounds. <laughs> I like to eat. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we, I will say as a gym, uh, boxing at the depot and the way we train fighters, we don't believe in weight yeah. cutting and we don't believe in any quick fix training, things yeah. like that. You know, no no zippy mental tricks or shortcuts. We're very old school in that we believe that boxing requires a patient endurance, a patient endurance and a process. You know, boxing is a process and not a place. It's not like yeah. you're gonna just walk in and spar and then jump in. You know, you're gonna be in the ring, but you gotta really get involved in the process, get in shape, and uh, get ready to compete. But yeah, you. If you look at professional fighting, uh, this is one of the problems with professional fighting is uh, the, the rapid weight loss, um, basically water weight cuts, where you yeah. drink a certain amount of water and you overload your system and then you stop drinking water and you get all the water out of your system. Yeah. But when you get all the water out of your system, you drop a lot of weight rapidly, but you also lose the fluid around your, your brain. Right, we don't want that, <laughs> yeah. especially when you're about to get boxing. Yeah, when you're about to box, it's super dangerous, so we, we discourage it 100%. Yeah. So, okay. For the venue, you're coming, you're getting your tickets. You're, you guys are saying it's two nights? Yes. Okay. Uh, so how does that work with the tickets? So, yeah, we're at Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium on June 17th and 18th, okay. 2022. Um, so coming up here this summer. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> what year are we in? No. <laughs> 2022, man. <laughs> I just said it. Uh, but... You can get your tickets either on Ticketmaster. Uh, to do that, you go to scgoldenglobes.com, and there's okay. a link right there that says buy tickets. Or you can uh, go up to the box office at Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium. Okay. With the rise in prices of everything, as everything yes. just gets ridiculously expensive, head coach said, I want everybody to be able to afford this event. So tickets are priced very fair, $12. Yeah. Uh, $22 or you can sit right up next to the ring and have the sweat fly at you for $32. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a great deal. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And then you can afford to bring your family. I mean, a lot of things are priced at a point where it's like, okay, well, we can, two people can come from our house or whatever. But, yeah, that's a price that you can, you know, bring your friends and your family. 
and, and you know Spartanburg uh, Memorial Auditorium they're taking care of all the concessions things like that we don't have anything to do that all we're doing is trying to put on a great promotion to pr uh, promote the Golden Gloves South Carolina yeah um, and what time is it at those nights seven o'clock on Friday night six o'clock on Saturday night. All right. And music is there, you said? Oh, we got a, we got a girl band. Yeah. <laughs> um, she shot a music video in here not too long ago, correct? And um, they tell me she's fantastic. What's her name? Are we, is it a secret? It's the American Made Band. Okay. Uh, awesome. You can check them out on yeah. Facebook. Um, and we have some other surprises I'm, I'm not going to mention okay. here, surprises. but we got some big surprises. Uh, Let's just say whenever you, uh, if you come to this event, you'll have a great story to tell everybody um, when you when you leave. So, awesome, that's yeah, we've great. We've got some great surprises. Well, uh, we all, oh, go ahead. One more thing, yeah. if you would like to do a sponsorship, those are still open. Um, like a business sponsorship? A business sponsorship, I think they're quite fair. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, I think the lowest is 250 and you get ringside tickets with it. Nice. So, um, so get in touch with you guys here at the Boxing you, the Depot. You can get all the information at sccoldengloves.com. Okay. Um, sccoldengloves.com has all the, if you want to compete, if you want to, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're looking at 44 days. You got five days. months. I mean, five yeah. weeks, you got can it. Can you do it? Can you do it? If you want I'm to jump five in weeks. Come on, Brandon. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I believe in you. You're not 40 yet, are you? Getting close. Uh, but not yet. 37 See? and in the Well, month. then this might be one of your last years. So I'll sponsor <laughs> well, you. Well, wait a second. Does he qualify for Masters then? Yes. You oh, can do well, the Masters. Me and Carl can do it. You and me. We can do it. You and me. We'll warm it up. How about the that? The beauty of the Masters <laughs> division is uh, exactly. And we're the about the same height, too. We're, we're the same height. Same build. Yeah. I mean, it might be fun. All right. We're going to make the match. <laughs> Why don't we just do it right now? Yeah. We're going to go over there. Yeah, We're going to put y'all in this. <laughs> if you're looking for a fight, come to Boxing at the Depot. Great. We have right now. <laughs> oh, man, this is fun. Well, I think this sounds exciting. Um, all right, so at the end, we always like to do, at the end of our podcast, just some questions that are okay. unrelated to the things we're talking about, right? All right. Um, they're random. And so I think we've asked this once before, but it's been years, and so I think it's time. Um, when you were a kid, did you have any posters on your wall? And if so, what? I mean, I feel like I want to guess what your posters <laughs> he's, were. But he's, he's thinking of that. You know, like Alyssa Milano You had a Baywatch poster. Baywatch, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, like, she was one of them. Alyssa Milano? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I called it. And I believe You're a Ferrari. You're turning red. A Ferrari. Oh, was she in the Ferrari? No. Uh, no. Interesting. I just did a red Ferrari. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, what is Brandon doing? Yeah, man, nice. Playing red Ferraris. Too low to the that. ground, though. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Joe? Who was on your wall? <laughs> I don't think my mom let me put any of the posters that Carl was allowed on his wall. I had a Steve Prefontaine. He's a runner. And it had a quote that said, I to give, him. Yeah, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. So that's stuck with me. Yeah. yeah. See, and all you had was Alyssa Milano. No, yeah. I had Bo Jackson as well with the football. Oh, yep. Oh, yeah. You remember the uh, baseball, the baseball bat he had and, shoulder pads, and yeah. the shoulder pads. Yeah. So the lesson here to learn, though, is that we should all put like, runners on our walls. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you have? I, I've told it before. So it's remember. always embarrassing every time you ask this. Good, one. yes. Was, I didn't actually have any posters until I was in college. Of course, went to Spencer's. 
And no, already, already. <laughs> it was called the the poop list, and it was like different types of poop. I had forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, That's good. I mean college, right? Yeah, right. I, yeah. I mean, I don't, college I and Spencer. You, know, you get to, you know, what, what could go wrong? I don't anything right? that I'm proud of either. I had new kids on the block on my wall. They're anyway. coming to the. Aren't they going to Bon Secours? I think so. They're like sure. a little reunion tour. They should stop. I think that <laughs> my uh, buddy in college, back on tour. <sighs> my right. roommate, I, I believe he trained one of the new kids on the block. No way, Donnie. I can still know their names, embarrassingly. All right. Na- name their names. Like, I'll tell you Donnie which one. Donnie Wahlberg, Joe McIntyre. Oh my word, I'm so embarrassed. Jordan. Oh, thankfully uh, I've forgotten. Some. Is it Nick Carter? Is that a? I don't think there was a Nick. No, okay. The Jonas he Brothers was a Backstreet Boy. The Backstreet Boy, the ba- maybe. Oh, maybe I'm oh. thinking of the band. All right. I don't know my boy bands. <laughs> it's, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe this this question is the same as the rest. But when were your parents? This is a sad question. When were your parents most disappointed in you? That's a depressing question. Uh, when yeah. were your parents? I don't know if my parents were disappointed in me. Probably were, but they didn't tell me. That's the first time I got a tattoo. Oh, <laughs> she <laughs> <Real> probably mad. was. <laughs> disappointment I don't know what do you think probably the first speeding ticket mm. yeah I knew <laughs> I still love Joe yeah have they ever been disappointed in you yeah they've been disappointed in me a lot um, <laughs> I don't believe it yeah I, I, I would say my first speeding ticket too I'm just gonna copy you right now yeah. not to indict myself yeah. on a podcast <laughs> yeah like, hey, we didn't even know that to be disappointed alright and what's something that you've never been able to do well? Something you're not very good at? Not very oh, good at. So many. Cleaning the inside of a windshield. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> yeah. Math. Any kind of math. Oh, yeah. Math. Not very good never at. been good at math. Reading. <laughs> writing. <laughs> School. I can't sing. It's um, a shame, isn't it? I can't. Yeah. Well, I'm a really good singer in the shower. Yeah. Well, everybody sounds good in the shower. Um, I'd say science. Yeah. That's something that I never cared for. But it's kind of funny because I have an engineering degree. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had when I when I learned I had to know the PR, PR, how you say it? Periodic table. Thank you very much. I was like, <laughs> seriously. Just give me the I didn't know I needed this. That's really funny. Yeah. Anything you're not good at? I mean, I'm not good at math. Oh, I'm not right, good math, at yeah. I mean, there's a, a great host. I can't sing either. Um, that's sad. I can't whistle. What? I know. I can't whistle. can't make a whistling noise. Do it now. Try it. I can't. <laughs> so I'm not even faking it. That was the best I could do. That's it. Right, well, it's embarrassing. Tell us again how you can get uh, tickets to the event. So go to scgoldengloves.com, and there's a, the link right there. Or uh, you can come here to Boxing at the Depot in Greer if you want to buy print tickets. Or you can go to the box office, uh, Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium. Cool. And once again, we're June 17th and 18th. Yeah. Um, so and coming people up people wanted to check out the gym, uh, they follow you on Instagram, Facebook, anything like that? Uh, boxingatthedepot.com. It's just one word salad. <laughs> Boxing <laughs> at the depot. Um, mm-hmm. Spell it out.com or Instagram.com slash boxingatthedepot. Lacey, where we find you at? Travelers Rest here. Uh, you can find me at Tim's Mobile Detailing on all the platforms. Guys, this was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks yeah, so we much. Appreciate, we appreciate you guys. All right, thank you. Tim's Mobile Detailing makes having a clean vehicle easy and convenient. We come to your home or office. We specialize in anything from maintenance detailing 
to ceramic coatings, please follow us on all the social medias at Tim's Mobile Detailing. Thanks. Have a great day. We'd love for you to follow along at Travelers Rest Here. We share the stories of the people and the places of TR, a town that is just as charming as its name. Find us online at TravelersRestHere.com, on Facebook at Travelers Rest Here, and on Instagram at Travelers Rest Here. Subscribe online to our weekly newsletter for events and stories in TR. See you online.